0: The AIBP ASEAN B2B Growth Podcast is a series of fireside chats with business leaders in Southeast Asia focused on growth in the region. Topics discussed include business strategy, sales and marketing, enterprise technology and innovation. Greetings and welcome to the ASEAN B2B Growth Podcast. In today's episode, we shine a spotlight on generative AI in Indonesia. This series of conversations with Indonesian business leaders took place during the IBM Consulting Forum on the 29th of November, 2023. In today's podcast, we'll first hear from Abraham Thomas, the managing partner of IBM Consulting ASEAN. Abraham, more affectionately known as Ape by friends, colleagues and clients, will be sharing with us his candid insights into the implementation and impact of generative AI across Southeast Asia. Following that, we'll connect with DeepBow, the managing partner of Indonesia and Ventures, who will take us deeper into the specific applications and challenges of this technology within the Indonesian context.
1: Hi, we are joined today by Abraham Thomas, who runs uh, IBM's consulting business here in ASEAN. Uh, Just a quick introduction of yourself, Abraham.
2: Sure. Thank you very much, Irza, for this opportunity uh, to have this discussion with you. Uh, My name is Abraham. Uh, In in IBM, they all call me Abe. uh, And I am now the uh, managing partner for IBM Consulting in the ASEAN region. So my uh, mandate is really to work with my teams and our clients across uh, all the ASEAN countries. We operate in six of the ASEAN countries, uh, in Indonesia here, of course, uh, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Philippines, and Vietnam. And uh, my main role is uh, working with our clients to support our clients' uh, uh, transformation uh, efforts and uh, ensuring that my team is empowered and has the right skills to be able to help our clients uh, achieve their objectives.
1: You have a pretty large footprint here in uh, ASEAN, IBM, um, IBM Consulting. You know, and Gen AI has been a very very big topic this year. Everybody's talking about it. So in your interactions with your clients throughout the region, what are the conversations uh, that you're having with them, with different organizations throughout Southeast Asia?
2: Yeah, I think that's a very interesting uh, question, right? Uh, You see that uh, in the technology industry, there's always a push for organizations to adopt the latest and the best technology. And I think with generative AI, it's really to find the uh, sweet spots in the organization. It could be in finance, it could be in HR, it could be in uh, your customer interaction, in your contact centers, or it could just be how you can be more in uh, uh, more innovative and more uh, able to handle the challenges that you have with your technology debt, for example. Because many clients or many companies have got applications that they have written 15, 20 years ago that they're still using today. How do you ensure that you can modernize these applications? And Gen AI has got the ability to unlock a lot of potential and value for clients that use it in the right use cases. Now, we are not using Gen AI for trying to uh, do uh, what uh, consumers would like to do. We're talking about enterprise transformation with Gen AI. So it has to be trusted. It has to be verified. uh, You have to make sure that uh, it is secure and uh, the data that you train has to be owned by the organization. So many companies that uh, we are working with across this region are focused on areas that really will transform their business and add value, either to the employees, to the organization itself, but more importantly, their interaction with their clients. And that's where I think uh, most uh, of these organizations are focused on.
1: So looking back at your client base or the organizations that you're speaking to here in Southeast Asia, are there certain functions that are generally more interested in the use cases of Gen AI? Because um, you don't speak just to IT teams, right?
2: Yes, we speak to the business users as well. And where we are seeing interest, uh, a lot of interest in is uh, around human resources. For example, how do you use generative AI to identify the right candidates that you should shortlist? Mm. How do you help, uh, how do you use generative AI in uh, continuing the onboarding experience of uh, your employees as they join? So, HR is one area that many people are interested uh, in uh, using. Uh, because as you onboard the next generation of workers, and these are workers who are very familiar with how to use technology, yeah. organizations that have these kinds of tools are the organizations that excite this gen, uh, new gen, yeah. gen Y, X, and you know the new generation of uh, employees that are coming to the organization. Yeah. So we see uh, HR as one area that uh, is quite uh, well uh, explored. Now, I'm using the word explored because you first have to make sure that you have the right use cases. And then you have to have the right foundation models to be able to use These use cases to generate value for the organization. So it is uh, in an experimentation stage, I think, for many organizations. And as we start uh, establishing the right foundation models in these organizations, then the expansion into other areas like client and customer care, in areas like how do I use the technology to improve my operations in my IT. Uh, organization. So there are use cases across many different uh, industries and many different functions within these industries. It is uh, important and it behooves each organization to find the right and best use cases, do a proof of concept, and when it works, deploy it at scale. Uh, And that's where they get most value from uh, this uh, generative uh, AI technology
1: great uh and do you see a difference between um, interests between applications between uh questions that are being asked across Southeast Asian countries because you know Singapore is obviously a very different demographic to say Indonesia or Thailand what what are the differences you see just within Southeast Asia itself
2: yeah it, it uh, is quite similar right all organizations are grappling with similar kinds of challenges similar kind of issues uh the biggest issue challenge I think that uh, is common across all our clients across the region is the availability of the right talent to be able to help them to use this technology, so to deploy the technology. So we are helping uh, with our, uh, in fact, within IBM, uh, we are ensuring that all our employees get the right level of training and exposure to Gen AI technology. So we have to have mandatory classes that all employees need to take. So I think the first and most important challenge for organizations across the ASEAN region is how do you ensure that the people that work for you are conversant and are are able to use these technologies to help them do their jobs better. The intention is not to replace people. I think that is the fear that uh, many organizations and many employees have oh, you know, generative AI is going to replace me. There will be functions that you're doing that could be replaced. But at the end of the day, you still need people that can use this technology to empower them to do their jobs better. And I think that's what uh, we are trying to focus on with our clients. So it starts with ensuring that the change management within the organization of people embracing this technology, understanding it, And then when we have these use cases that uh, we deploy in our client organizations, you don't have the resistance to the change. And that's where most of these proof of concepts fail, where people find a way to sabotage the technology because they are afraid that, oh, if this thing works,
1: they may not need me. But that is not the case. the case at all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, final question, Abe. Um, what is IBM doing to build out its capabilities within this very new technology in order to deliver to your clients in this part of the world?
2: As I said, this uh, is permeating throughout our organization. Every single IBMer has to have an understanding of uh, generative AI and the technologies behind it. We have uh, mandatory classes that we have to attend. And then, depending on the role that you play, so in my consulting team, uh, we will build out real experts and professionals who are capable of working with all kinds of technologies. Because our clients don't just use technology from IBM, IBM has a great offering for Gen AI around the Watson X platform. But our clients use technologies from AWS from Microsoft from Google from SAP from Salesforce and all the other other ecosystem partners that we work with so one of the challenges that i face in the consulting business is to ensure that i have people who are conversant who are experts who are certified on technologies from various companies because our clients use varied Uh, uh, technologies to be able to help them to to use generative AI in their organization. That is, I think, uh, today the biggest challenge. And then, of course, it is really to convince our clients that this technology can really help them, because there are still many companies and organizations who fear the use of these kinds of technologies. But You know, I think one of the things that we are trying to achieve in this uh, event here in Jakarta is to prove uh, and convince our clients that there's nothing for you to fear. It is all for you to embrace these technologies, deploy it in your organizations and help you to become even more successful.
1: Perfect. Thank you very much, Abe, for joining us today. And uh, we look forward to hearing more from you and your team throughout Southeast Asia.
2: Thank you very much, Ilza, for this uh, opportunity and I wish you all the best. Thank you.
0: We've just heard from Abe discussing the broad applications and transformative potential of generative AI across the Southeast Asia region. Now, let's shift our focus to a more localised perspective. Deep will share his experience with generative AI in the Indonesian market, highlighting unique challenges and opportunities faced by businesses here. Let's hear what Deep has to say about the role of generative AI in Indonesia's digital transformation journey. I'm joined today by Deep,
1: uh, part of the IBM consulting team here in Indonesia. Thank you very much for hosting this forum, which uh, a lot of interesting points were raised around Gen AI use cases in Indonesia. Uh, Deep will obviously be able to introduce himself much better than I ever will. So Deep, can you just quickly introduce yourself and your role in IBM?
3: Yeah. So uh, as you said, my name is Deep. I've been in IBM for the last 19 years now, worked across multiple countries from, say, India to US, Dubai. Uh, Nairobi, Philippines, and now Indonesia for five years. Uh, I'm leading the Indonesia IBM consulting, right? And my main objective is to make sure that we contribute to IBM Indo- to Indonesia on the digital transformations. So we bring a lot of focus on the overall digital transformations for all the big enterprises in Indonesia.
1: Uh, which brings me to the next point. I mean, again, thanks again for hosting us today at this uh, wonderful uh, IBM Consulting Forum, the focus of which is generative AI. And I think IBM has a storied uh, history of being within the AI space of development within the AI space. But this year, I think the AI space blew up because of uh, Gen AI. Um, have you seen a lot of uh, Indonesian organizations increase focus uh, on Gen AI start beginning from this year? see if you,
3: even uh, yeah if you look start the beginning of this year there is a lot of focus which is there for uh, the organizations in indonesia and everybody is trying to do something on gen ai right because we we know see just put a a bigger perspective on that so if you look at the indonesia strategy on the digital transformations overall indonesia strategy and the 2.8 billion gdp which is ever 2040 yeah. So a a large part of that will come from the SME markets and the large enterprises, right? And when you're doing all this digital transformation, there are a lot of data which will get generated, right? Now, in order to make sense out of that data, in order to understand that better and do some more value-add to the organization, the AI and the Gen AI are very, very important. So that's why if you look at today, every organization is trying to do either they're working on a strategy for Gen AI or they're trying to do small POCs to understand what is required. And I believe that Every organization should set up some COEs within the organizations to on the generative AI and AI, and they can take some some uh, models which are either the open source model, or they can take from IBM. In IBM, we also have this Watson X, which is Watson X AI, Watson X Data, and Watson X Governance. So we have an entire set of tool to do end to end on the AI side. So I think we are seeing a lot of uh, tran- transaction within Indonesia on gen AI. And I think the future is bright here for this for this technology.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because with Gen AI, I think it's um it's gained quite a mass appeal, and and I think there are a lot of uh, business leaders, not just IT leaders within organisations, who are starting to ask what can we actually do with Gen AI. So when when organisations in Indonesia come to you with this kind of questions, what are the challenges they usually face, or what kind of pain points are they bringing up to you in the conversations that you have with them?
3: See few things are there. So, see, when you're implementing a Gen AI system or AI system, the first thing that you need to see is whether your foundations are there or not. So, in majority of cases, uh, foundation is a little bit weak on a weaker side. So, that's why when we say start working on the Gen AI, so you you have to start working on the POCs to see what value it can add to the organization. But you also need to see how do we fix the foundation. Because if you have a strong foundation on data, you can build a lot on top of that in terms of AI and Gen AI and start adding value. But I think that is one part. The second part is around skills. So everybody wants to do something on Gen AI. Yeah. But are the skills there in the markets? The answer is no. Yeah. So the way we are helping uh, Indonesia is uh, you must have seen that we have acquired a company called Equin Global. So we, we are focused to build local skills within the Indonesia market. So the way we're building is, we one is we're acquiring local companies, and then we're putting up a, a, a very specific, uh, you can say, enable plan or a training plan on the digital and the gen AI. So that's the area we're working on. We're also trying to get uh, higher senior executives, business, and the technology from, from, from the local market and build the skills around uh, AI. In addition to that, uh, I, I think you must be aware that we have set up a center of this AI in uh, Batam also. Yeah. Where we are training people on AI. see. If Indonesia has to be number four in terms of GDP by 20 four, 2040, 2.8, billion, 2.8 trillion in terms of the GDP, the focus is required on the skills. Because without skills, you can't do anything. You can't take data out of Indonesia to, say, US, Singapore, or some other place, yeah, yeah. right? So if you have to use the data within Indonesia, then local skills job. are required yeah, as simple perfect. as that.
1: <laughs> Yeah, and and I and I understand from a lot of your colleagues as well, you have different uh, channels, different uh, programs that you are helping to build talent skill sets here on top of the acquisition that you mentioned. So in terms of opportunities for IBM, I understand that um, Indonesia is actually one of the key focus markets uh, globally for IBM. Uh, What what are you doing in order to... Where where do you think the markets are? Where do you think the opportunities lie? And what are you doing to capture these opportunities in Indonesia? See, the... uh,
3: since the beginning of this year, our CEO, global CEO, Arvind Krishna, has uh, called Indonesia as an investment market. So out of the top five markets, Indonesia is one of them. That is amazing, yeah. right? Amazing. And, and, and there's a lot of lot of focus on in Indonesia. And then when when you look at the Indonesia market, uh, as I said, the digital transformation is the focus area. So whether you say transformation on S4HANA, 4 S4 rise on cloud, if, if, there are a lot of clients who are going to that transformation roadmap. A lot of transformation which are happening on Salesforce, right? So Salesforce, whether you talk about the marketing cloud or service cloud for the B two B or B two C, a lot of work is happening on that space. And then, uh, especially on this data and AI, because I I I personally strongly believe that if you are doing all these transformations, this data AI is a, is a, is an important area yeah. to work on. And then, in terms of the overall Indonesia market, I think there's a lot of scope which is there on the shared services side also. Right. So if you look at all the SOEs which are there or all the large organizations which are there, a lot can be done on the shared services side. You can digitize the entire shared services process. You can combine the shared services of multiple SOEs into one. So it's a lot of digitization, a lot of optimization you can do on the shared services side. And then the last and most important is that when everything is this is happening, right? this has to be on cloud.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So,
3: so when you're putting everything on cloud, so you need all the cloud skills yes. in terms of the management of the cloud, the the overall setting up, the overall architecture, deployment, deploying application on the on onto the cloud, and then when you're putting everything on cloud with all this data, the security has to be there. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot. I think I think Indonesia has a lot of uh, opportunities, uh, uh, at least for next five six years.
1: So exactly. everything, as you mentioned, around uh, the business capabilities, the technology capabilities, as well as a focus on cybersecurity exactly. to make sure that everything is secure. Right, right. Fantastic. So I, I think yeah, there's a lot of work for you to do. Uh, Indonesia is growing very rapidly, and I wish you all the best. I look forward to what IBM Consulting does in this but, part of the world. Thank you very much. I think, I, I think it's a good challenge for me.
3: and I'm, I'm It's all, a big I, one. I, I'm <laughs> I all, hope you're ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm very, very, uh, you can say that uh, very eager, very, uh, I, know the, I, so I know the market is there. Yeah, I don't and we can and we can work it out.
1: Perfect. Sounds yeah. fantastic and Thank I you look very forward much. to that. Thank yeah. you.
0: Thank you. Stay tuned for more insights on generative AI in Indonesia in the upcoming episodes. We hope you've enjoyed the episode. For more information about business growth in the ASEAN region, please visit our website ww.it platform.com.